Hello, this is All Fudged Up, and I'm Angie Goods. You can find me at Goods Funny Girl on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, that's G-O-O-D-S-G-I-R-L-F-U-N-N-Y. Wait, that's not right. Cut, restart. Let's see, Goods Funny Girl. G-O-O-D-S-F-U-N-N-Y-G-I-R-L. That's me. You can also send me an email, like if you can figure, <laughs> which I know I haven't said at all, you know, but send me an email, goodsfunnygirl at gmail.com. I don't need to spell it out. You guys are smart enough to, uh, you know, have listened to it before. So moving forward, I was thinking about how some people have little nicknames for their fans and not that I have any fans, but if I did, I thought maybe... Um, fudge Pops would be a good fan name. So that's what I'm going to refer to you guys as, my little Fudge Pops. <laughs> if you don't like it, write in. Tell me something better. Um, update on moving. It sucks. It sucks. Moving, especially out of state, or in my case, 700, more than 700, eh, well, let's just say approximately 700 miles away um, sucks. Uh, you know, it sucks when you have to move 20 miles away or even two miles away, but you know, it extra sucks more. And, uh, if you're a foreign or foreigner, if you're not American listening to this and you have no idea how much miles are, then, you know, you have to do the conversion just, just like we have to do when everybody's talking about meters or whatever, <sighs> which is just to say that I wish that I learned the metric system, but I live in America and it's not relevant here. Um, <clears throat> update on moving with a baby socks, uh, especially because they're not quite, he's not old enough to just leave in a box <laughs> for extended periods of time. People frown on it. CPS gets called. Um, no, we don't do that. We have not done that, but you know, toddlers, you can, you know, just put in a box with some crayons and be like, have at it. Like, you know, you know, big, you know, big to them box and, and they're good for hours. Well, with a little baby, he, he, he doesn't understand that yet. He's not really good with the whole, like holding a crayon or marker. Um, and if he did, it would just get like all over the place, like not good ways or no, I'm sorry. It would probably just end up in his mouth. That's what it would do. Cause he's a baby. He's 10 months old. That's, that's what babies do. Apparently it has something to do with, um, their tongue is the first thing that they can fully master. And so that's why babies tend to put everything in their mouth. Cause that's the first way they can really check it out and get an idea of like what's going on with this thing. And well, I see is very food driven creature like the rest of us in this house. And so part of it also is like, Hey, can I eat this? Like, does it taste good? And with the marker, of course, I'm thinking that would be no, but you never know. Plus, I don't think it's good for him. And then there's that whole CPS would get called and pass. Um, so that's coming along. Um, we had a sneak preview of our house because where we live is a very, very hot market. Um, and also it's a place that the current inventory is low. So uh, I've been working with this realtor for months. Uh, I believe that she came over in February to look at the house, tell us what we needed to do, uh, which of course then, um, I thought my husband was going to be able to do those things. And then it was just too much for him to do with, you know, the whole watching our kid all day. Um, 
So I've had to hire somebody, and of course, I'm still waiting on the estimate for it. But at least I've, you know, working with somebody who will get those, you know, those few things done. But so back to hot up and coming market. Uh, currently, where we're at is such an up and coming market that we did a sneak preview of our house where three people, couples, I don't know, I didn't get the specifics, three interested parties came to view the house and one interested party submitted an offer and it's a decent offer it's definitely an offer that i'm like it's over what we were like going to list it at even though what i wanted to list it at was much higher but my realtor was like no and i was like oh i guess i'll listen to a professional so we got more than what we were going to list it at we got an offer before even listing don't we didn't even take pictures we were going to take pictures on yesterday, but it was raining. So that got postponed, but the, you know, people still showed up and looked through the house and that's great. Um, I hope they enjoyed what I did with the closets. I swear to God, I have done things to this house to improve it. Um, when I first moved in the, the master bedroom, um, and then the bedroom right next to it on the one side, the, the smaller bedroom, um, which is now the bird room, um, that was connected. Like it, it went, it was like a pass through thing. Like there was doors, um, on the master bedroom side, which are glass, like sliding door, um, mirror things. And then on the other side, it was just like a normal fucking door, but it like, it was all connected. Like it was just one, you know, closet that was just all connected. It didn't have like a dividing wall. And so one thing I had done was there was a, a closet dedicated to the living room. Well, that is now the bird room, the little room. That is now that room's closet because I took the master bedroom and just made it all one closet and walled it off on the little room side and added shelves. So it's like storage, storage, storage. And then, um, the little rooms closet, like also, you know, I was focused on storage, like, so there's like a hanging portion and then there's shelves and uh, I'm very happy with that decision. And hopefully that factors in. And, um, I do want to say that, uh, it was a great offer. It's over what I thought I was going to get. And like I said, we don't even have to list. So that's nice. And could I get more if I did list and have like a bidding war? Possibly. But that takes time and effort. <laughs> this is, you know, seems like fine. If we have to get to it, we have to get to it. Like if this doesn't work out, then we'll get to it and we'll go from there. But back to what I was saying, got this offer immediately. Hope they like the updates that I've been able to do. And hopefully we'll be moving soon. And I do have to admit, none of it feels real. All right. <clears throat> I guess that's all I have to say on that. So maybe one day when it kicks in more, I'll be able to have more insight on it. But for now, all I have to say is that it doesn't feel real. Um, which I guess most of the process of buying this house didn't feel real until moving in and then actually living in the house. Um, so, um, if you haven't bought a house, uh, all I can say is be prepared. It's, it's a roller coaster of a ride. Uh, you get, you know, first there's the, 
um, the pre, you, you know, meet up with a realtor, you get pre-qualified for a mortgage, you're all excited, you're like, oh, I get this much money that I can go house shopping with, that sounds awesome, and it is. And then you go house shopping, or you have, you know, you look at a lit, like, in the good days, you look at a list of potential homes that are on the market, and then you, you select ones that you like the areas, because... That's what it is, kids. First you decide what area you want to live in and then you find a house in that area because you can always change a house. You know, you can demo a wall, you can get somebody to add on additions or another bathroom or what have you or change the bathroom or change the kitchen or change the bedrooms or a myriad of different ways you can change the house. You can demo the whole house and start over, but you can't change the location. So... Um, that's my opinion. That's my two cents on that is make sure you, you find the location of where you want to buy. And that's actually why I didn't buy a house until I was in my late thirties. Um, cause I wasn't sure where exactly I wanted to live. And, um, you know, then I bought a house and three years later now I'm moving. So life happens and gets fudged up. Um, so I guess that's my current, uh, stuff. Um, you know, baby is a baby. <laughs> he is getting into everything. He's standing now and like walks along like assisted, you know, like by the couch or whatever. Ugh, it's just a matter of time before he's just walking on his own and then running on his own. And then psh, he's already getting into everything. Like, it's just... When they say that kids grow up cra like crazy fast, like it is crazy fast. It is beyond crazy fast. It's just like you blink and all of a sudden, like you have this 10 month old that's huge and like they're talking and well, babbling and um, every so often you can make out like word here and there and you're like, oh, I love you too, buddy. You know, stuff like that. Um, the work situation is a work situation. It's actually getting comical. Like somebody that I work with said that they may or may not be, I don't know, unhappy enough. Let's just uh, leave it at that. Uh, but it, it, it is what it is. And it's even busy time. And it's, uh, it's just extra super fun. But I'm trying to make the most of it. I'm trying to still care, like, because my job is definitely, most jobs focused on people. It's one way or another. You're either, like, selling something to them or, you know, whatever. You're somehow involved with that. And so I try to keep that in mind, even when doing my job. And I try to keep in mind that, like, I'm here to, you know, do this job. And I want to do it to the best of my ability. But at the same time, I'm like, oh. I'm thinking about packing and movers and, you know, interstate travel and how do we get the pets and my plants, which I've even sold some of my baby, they weren't babies, but I sold some of my plants and I'm happy for the money and I'm happy that they won't have to travel and possibly, you know, get damaged in the travel at the same time. I'm like, oh man, that orchid was almost in bloom, but moving on, moving it sucks. Um, so I think, ugh, I need more gas. That's what I need. 
Um, I will definitely be posting, recording and posting the ghost story soon. Very, very soon. Maybe very, very, very soon. But I did also want to include, I was going to put it on the ghost story. And then I was like, no, I want the ghost story to be just by itself. Um, but, uh, so I have, uh, you know, had connections with ghosts in the past, like to the point where when I was young, it kind of scared my mom and the house that we were living at. I don't remember how old I was, but I was young. And, um, the, the ghost there was an older man who, um, had gone to the mini mart, like down the street. It was a hot summer er Phoenix Arizona day so probably in the summertime it was probably over 100 degrees type of thing like full sun uh and he went down to the mini mart came back and when he came back he had a heart attack on the doorstep um and died right there uh, at his house and so this was years later when my mom and I were living there you know the body was long gone and cleaned up by then um, and apparently I was communicating with him to the point, and my mom got freaked out enough that, you know, she had talked to somebody and was like, how do I get rid of this ghost? Like, I'm scared. Um, even though he, he meant no harm or whatever, but apparently, you know, she, you know, learned that if you just ask them, ask the ghost to leave or leave us alone or whatever, um, that they do. And he did cause he was very respectful of, uh, women and children and, you know, very protective of women and children. Um, so, and then other times there was, yeah, there was a time on the playground, um, at grade school as I was growing up, I think it was, it was either second or third grade the first time, which I did third grade twice because I had a learning, I had a couple of learning disabilities actually. So it was around second grade that even I noticed that I wasn't keeping up with my peers. Um, and my, of course my teacher noticed and they tried to talk to my mom, but my grandma was just like, no, blah, 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 learning. We don't believe in learning disabilities and, um, you know, send her on. And that wasn't great. Well, and the fact that I had to read third grade. Grandma? No. Go away. What do you want? I didn't know you were recording. I'm sorry. Nah. I'm going to come up with like a now recording sign so that I can post. Uh, put that on the door, you know, as I'm recording. So anyway, um, grandma was like, no, mom was like, uh, and so, you know, then when third grade didn't work out and I had to redo it, it was like, eh. um, I'm sure grandma had words, but I'm better for it. Like I needed it. Um, but anyway, so one day on the playground, I just remember sitting there alone cause I was a loner kid. I don't know why, maybe cause I was an only child because I was a loner kid. I don't know. I did have moments of socializing later, but back to this loner moment on the playground. Um, I just remember being young um, and at this one particular school, so it, it was probably one of these two grades. Um, I was sitting there watching 
because where it was, it was a really big playground area where there was like playground equipment like behind me. And then I was sitting on bleachers and like I was looking at the field in front of me, which was like a soccer sized field um, of kids running around playing. And it was like recess or something at the time. And I just remember that everything got real quiet there for a moment. And in like my mind's eye, I see this like little girl and she's calling my name and I turn around and there's nobody there. And then like, you know, it was like kind of like, and then I heard everything else around me again and I was just like, that was weird. So I don't know. That was the only interaction that I had with that particular one, but it was, it was something. Um, when I lived in Arlington, Massachusetts, in the old barn, there was a number of ghosts that lived there. Um, that how that, well, it, like I said, it was an old barn. It used to be a barn, and then it was converted into a house. Um, and by house, I mean at least apartment. Well, maybe it was one big house at one point, but when I lived there, the bottom floor was one apartment, and then the top floor was two apartments, and. Um, the lady in the bottom floor was awesome and I miss her Debbie um, and she was really in tune with the ghosts uh, with with the ghosts with the ghosts um, she was the one that told me about the trickster because I was just I there was like a little kid vibe ghost and then like a lady that I didn't really have a lot of interactions with and then um, this trickster ghost that would hide like stupid shit, like not even like car keys, but like just other random stuff that you would use like frequently, but not like every day. And then it was like, where is this thing? And then you'd find it in like this weird place that you're like, there's no, no, even on like my worst, like completely out of it moments, there's no way I would have put this you know, key in like this fucking drawer or whatever the, f it was just random shit like that. Um, and then there was this other ghost that I interacted with a lot. Mostly I just talked to him kind of in whatever. Um, uh, he was a soldier. He at one point did rounds. Um, so he wasn't there at the house all the time. Like, cause he still did his like rounds where he would walk around and just make sure everything was okay. So, you know, that's the beauty of living in like a historic place like Arlington, Massachusetts. And yeah, I'm going to miss living here, but I am excited I'll, to be honest, I am excited to start over in Roanoke and to live in a small town, possibly even a town that is super quiet and doesn't have gunshots going off in the middle of fucking God knows when. Like, so usually around here, it's like just like during party times, like 4th of July or maybe like even um, New Year's. However, then COVID happened. I swear to God, it was like the whole month of June. There was goddamn gunfire. Like to the point where I was like, this is going to wake up the baby, isn't it? Like, what the fuck? I swear to God, I'm going to hunt you all down. Um, no, not really. I'm just going to apparently move. Little did I know, a year later, 
Um, that's always a fun game to play. Like going back and looking back at a year. Like, let's see, a year ago I was pregnant. Uh, let's see, March 29th, I was sick <laughs> a lot, like around this time of the year last year. Um, I got tested for COVID like twice. Um, cause you know, just to make sure, nope, turns out it was just like a nasty, um, upper respiratory infection that came back like twice. I did antibiotics at least twice. Um, I ended up going to the hospital at one point just cause I couldn't breathe. Super fun. Um, not super fun especially during COVID, especially in the early parts of COVID, like when everybody was terrified, like, oh my God, don't get COVID. You're going to die. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Which I mean, it's still, it's, it's, it's a serious thing, but you know, we at least know a little bit more and, um, yeah, but still a year ago, um, yeah, I had twisted my ankle falling on the ice while pregnant. Also, super scary. Don't recommend. Um, I mean, you know, falling on ice while pregnant, not necessarily the wall pregnant, you know, being pregnant thing. That's definitely a personal choice. Um, I will have to definitely admit that being pregnant itself was just six months of it were pure hell. <laughs> like the first like three or four months were awesome like super easy like there was like a slum little like couple weeks of nausea in the very beginning but um then it was like super easy to the point where I was just like fuck am I doing this right <laughs> doing pregnancy right um and then and then it hit me later and I was like oh this this is what everybody complains about it sucks. Um, but I did like, other than being super sick during March and like the beginning of April, um, I did pretty much work through it. Um, not, I wasn't nowhere near even full time in April and May when I went in. Um, but I think I did like a solid, like 23, 24 hours a week. Um, so, you know, being pregnant's hard. It's, a lot of goddamn work. Um, let's see. Moving or being pregnant, which is more work? I mean, moving is a lot of work for a lot less time. I mean, even like the longest move, if you, you know, have to, if you take in like the account of like packing everything up and then moving and then unpacking, let's say it's like a two month process, right? Like in the best of times, I'm like, pfft. How many of us know that like when we move into a place where like we unpack like maybe two thirds of it, three quarters of it. And then it's like, oh, we leave the rest of the boxes over there and we get to it eventually and we never get to it. Yeah. So I would say that if moving, if you had to, I mean, no, being pregnant is way harder than moving like. Yeah. Cause it's, especially cause it's like, it's all you, like, you know, your birth partner, um, does a lot and you know, he tells me, told me I'm pretty all the time and all that great and stuff. And Ryan, you did great. Thank you. But you know, at the same time, it's just like, I was the one that like, you know, was tired all the fucking time. I was the one that had to deal with the heartburn 
all the fucking time. I was the one that had to deal with like, oh, you can't sleep on, oh, you can't sleep on your back. You can't sleep on your stomach. You have to sleep on your stomach. It's better to have a pillow between you. Like, all that fucking bullshit. Like, so it sucks. But then you get like a baby out of it and that part's pretty cool. And he really is. I love my kid. Wouldn't change it for the world. So glad that I waited because definitely wouldn't have appreciated um, all of his little baby moments, you know, for sure not 20 years ago. Like as a 20 year old, ew. I would definitely not have appreciated it then. I would have just been complaining like, oh, I can't go out and do what I want to do and whatever else. And now I'm perfectly content not doing anything other than staying home taking care of the baby. All right. Well, if you guys have tips on how to entertain a 10 month old while we pack and clean and, you know, so he's not just screaming and crying. I'm a baby. You're left me alone for 10 minutes. Not alone, alone, but like, you know, still with an eyesight. There's no way to call CPI. I swear to God, we're not neglectful. Um, but seriously, if you have like, you know, tips on how to keep a 10 month old entertained or how to get them to engage, to entertain themselves, you know, in a safe manner, um, well, please let me know. Email me at goodsfunnygirl at gmail.com. Um, well, hope you guys are hanging in there. My little fudge pops. I love, see, I love it because then it reminds me of like a fudge pop, like, you know, the, the, the frozen treat thing. So you guys are my little fudge pops. I've decided. All right. Well, unless you challenge me on it and, you know, once again, if you have a better nickname, please let me know. Um, and I will be coming at you again soon with some ghost stories. Well, one ghost story. Yeah, one ghost story. We'll just focus on the one ghost story. It's it's a good one. I promise. All right. Later days.